Bitch. Is that better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Hey, bitches. Raven here. Welcome back to another episode of Bitches Better. Today, I am joined by my friend, actor, writer, host of the You Know You Love Us podcast, and hot girl anthropologist, Hannah Brown. Hi, Han. Oh my gosh, Raven. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so thrilled that you're back and I'm so honored to be here. Oh my God. Of course. I'm happy that you could be here. You're booked and busy. For so a I appreciate making time. <laughs> no, stop it. Okay. So you're here today to discuss Vanderpump Rules, which I'm very excited about because like I was inactive during the whole scandal thing. So like I never got to talk about it. But oh first, but first... How does it feel to blow up on TikTok and be written about in the New York fucking times? Please, you have to tell us. Thank you so much for asking. Honestly, it's equal. It's really, really fucking cool. And I'm like so grateful and excited. And then on the other hand, there's this like scarcity mindset that happens where I'm like, oh, no, like it's going to go away. Mm -hmm. The momentum's going to stop. (laughs) Like, I'm sure you felt that when all your accounts blew up, you know, but it's like, yeah, it is. Yeah. And also it's like kind of cool to have a broader reach. Like it's like, oh my gosh, this is the thing I've always wanted. But then with that comes fucking annoying people. So it's, you know, it's, it doesn't number on the old mental health, but overall having a great time, loving every second. I'm loving every second too. The content is A1 and I've bought a lot of the things that you've suggested. Oh my gosh, I'm so honored. Are you enjoying them? Yes. Great. <laughs> I'm not enjoying you making me buy things and spend my money when I'm not supposed to, but I know I'm here sorry. we are. Not me blaming you. I was gonna no, do it a- either way. That's okay. Also, can we talk about how I love that I'm out of town listeners, but I'm staying at my friend's house, but I'm doing this episode from bed, which feels so right because as you know, like that is my favorite place. And like we, I feel like should have been cast on Summer House because I think we could mm-hmm. give like Paige and Hannah or Paige and Sierra like a run for their money. Absolutely, we could. I think we'd be better, yeah. to be honest. We, <laughs> I think we would make bed gonna... culture like more aspirational than they do. Yeah, and it definitely, I their bed culture love to be in bed, but like it, they kind of gross me out. No, just they're, with, like they're all of this like... stuff. Uh, there's junk. There's food. I just know that it smells in there, and that I could not deal with. They're giving crumbs in bed, like crumbs in the crevices of the duvet. And I'm like, "Mm." Hannah, I hate that. I had to draw a line with my husband and be like, you cannot eat in this bed. I don't want to be this person giving you all these rules, but this is where I draw the line. It's too much. If I run across one single crumb, I'm losing my mind. I'm Mm -hmm. flipping everything over. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, they definitely have crumbs in the bed. Good call. Yeah. I love a bed (laughs) beverage. Like I love a drink in bed, like specifically like a giant water with like lemon in it or like a coffee or something. I always Mm -hmm. think I'm going to enjoy wine in bed, but it kind of makes me feel like I've given up. So I don't really like (laughs) wine in bed, Um, but I like other beverages. Like a mocktail in bed feels very luxe to me. Yes. Wait, you know who I don't think is enjoying bed culture right now? Who? Ariana Maddox, because the state of that room, you want to talk about crumbs in the bed? I don't, <sighs> I I know Queen, Ariana Queen can do no yes, wrong. Of Perfect Queen, icon, <laughs> Roxy Hart. Like we've been doing this for a year. I know how we uh-huh. all feel. And I know y'all are going to like jump down my throats for saying that. But if you think that that room is no. okay, 
you uh-uh. you have to be 5150. And also to be fair, I mean, I think your space can be a reflection of your mental health. And it would not be a shock yeah. to me that Ariana is not in a good mental place this season because who the fuck would be? I would be 10 times worse than she is. Um, a mess. But I do think like if I room. were doing all that spawn con, I might hire a cleaning lady and be super petty just to do my room. Like I would have a pristine room mm-hmm. and I would ta- have a task rabbit, put all the extra shit in storage, just what's out of my space and out of my way. Yep. And then let Tom do whatever the fuck else he's going to do with the house. I'd be like, my room is perfect. Your room's disgusting and looks like a college kid lives there. It literally does. No, I could not agree more. Seeing all of those things piled up in there, I was like, again, like you said, I know she's going through it. However, that is not helping. You got to get a storage unit or something. We got to get, we got to get this shit out of here. I know. I'm like, it made me so uncomfortable and nervous. I could not walk into that room. And there's a spreadsheet. Okay. We know there's a spreadsheet with like 20 of Ariana's closest friends being like, okay, I'm taking the night shift. You're taking the morning shift. You're taking the 5 a.m. shift. Not one of you thought, hey, Ariana, take a nap. And while you're napping, I'm going to clean your room. Y'all, if you think I'm above cleaning my friends' apartments, I'm not. I've cleaned my best friend's apartments. They've been at work and I've been like, you know what? I'm going to surprise her by cleaning her apartment. I've done it. No, I'm I'm Monica Geller of my friend group. Yes. And I cannot sit in this mess. It's not. No, it's also it's selfishly motivated as well, where I'm like, I don't want to sit in the mess. Yeah, no, I cannot do it. Okay. Um, let's see. I want to do a bad bitch, raggedy bitch. I don't think I told you to prepare. If you don't know, I did. It's okay. Don't worry. Oh, (laughs) I love you. Okay. (laughs) Carry on. You go ahead. Okay. Bad bitch this week is Anne, Mm -hmm. Tom Sandoval's assistant. Because oh what God. Anne has Bless to go her. through between those two people, I prayers up for her. I so feel so bad for her. And I, Queen, Ariana, Queen, but the way she talks to Anne, Anna. I think is so disrespectful. <laughs> I, the way she's, no, she's like, rude to her. She's so <laughs> rude to her. And I'm like, this poor woman is just trying to do her job. And the way she's passive aggressively like, okay, and I'm just going to live in my house. And I mm-hmm. actually think that's very inappropriate. And if I want to call the cops, I will. Okay. Okay. If I were Anne, I would be like, you are coming dangerously close to a right hook across the face. Talking to me with that tone. <laughs> I didn't cheat on you. Don't fucking talk to me like that. Like, no, I know. And it's like, I get it. You that's how you would respond to him if you were speaking directly to him. But you're not speaking to me. I didn't do it. Here's an idea. Let's do a little voice note. I'm Can you say that again into the phone? And I'm just going to send that to him. Yeah, (laughs) because watch it. Yeah, literally watch watch it. it. (laughs) She's like, okay. And if I were Anna, I'd be like, "Uh." so, yeah, I would say bad bitch is Anne. Okay. And raggedy bitch is going to be, do you want to do your bad bitch first? Or should no, I do you go ahead. No, go ahead and do both. This is the week where I piss off everyone. And oh, it's shit. like the TikTok stuff was sh- short-lived. It was nice while it lasted. My raggedy bitch of the week is Taylor Swift. Okay. I'm and here's why. I have, yeah. I have notes. I have receipts. Okay. Also, anyone who comes at me and is like, you get misogynistic and you're jealous that she's successful and you're not enough. you can hold people accountable okay and also Mm -hmm. if if people accuse me of tearing down a woman by like holding taylor swift accountable by tearing me down it's like you're not even the calls coming from inside the house you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. anyways at the grammys i didn't even watch the grammys i just saw the highlights okay at the grammys she snubbed celine dion i don't either they're stupid Mm -hmm. she snubbed celine dion celine dion celine dion (laughs) yeah yep i know who that is did you see that clip of her snubbing Celine Dion? I did. 
And I, because when I saw like the headline, I was like, oh, they're probably exaggerating. But I was like, ooh, that was not great. She literally <laughs> did not, not even make eye contact. She hugs other people. Yeah. So it was like, well, who the fuck are those people? This is Celine Dion standing in front of you. Celine and Dion. I, Celine Dion. <laughs> I'm a firm believer of respecting your elders. Like I'm old school mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, yeah. you wouldn't exist without Celine Dion. So no. put some respect on Celine's name. Also, she's very ill right now and made it to this award show and is like, probably exhausted standing on this stage with you under these hot lights and you couldn't even mm-hmm. so much as give her a sweet hug and say thank you so much then yeah it was weird was, uh, uh the the terrible outfit and hair is also just an aside then she was spotted dancing to olivia rodrigo when olivia rodrigo performed well for those of you who don't know she don't sued know. olivia rodrigo what? Claiming that Olivia Rodrigo's song Deja Vu for those of you who don't know it goes like this do you get deja vu that song she uh-huh. sued her because she claimed it sounded like cruel summer and it was a rip off of cruel summer which goes does it no it's there there's they're the diametrical opposite i don't hear the same song wow. at all but taylor swift sued olivia rodrigo so she gets a cut every time someone listens to deja vu because she's greedy oh but then at so the she, gra- this is wow and then at the Grammys, you're just going to be like, ah, like theatrically dancing to Olivia R- Rodrigo because it's all for optics. Everything Taylor Swift does is for optics. True. So. Wow. Taylor Swift, Dean, one thing about Miss Swift, she's going to sue you. She, she doesn't care. It's very litigious. No, she, su- she sues everyone all she the sues time. sues everyone all the time. She's, I've she never is, seen anything like it. She's incredibly greedy. At, at a certain point, it's just like, oh, my God. Then also... She sued this college kid. See? Who has a, Look, a, <laughs> sued a college kid who has a Twitter account where he logs Taylor Swift's jet jet activity. She flew How does a jet. I don't know the jet activity. I don't know. That is a little weird. Okay. I don't know. Well, Gen everyone Z has hobbies. Can't be stopped. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to keep cutting you off. I'm just so passionate. No, I was cutting you off. Please no. tell me about this college kid tracking her jet. <laughs> She's tracking her jets. One of the jet rides she took was 28 miles. She had to take a plane 28 miles. Nope. And he exposed her being like, this woman is taking a PJ to like go to the store. She's taking a PJ to the bathroom to take a shit. Like she just loves her PJ. And it's making her look really bad because her carbon footprint is out of hand while she's like, love and light, like "Mm, queen, Taylor Swift queen. Mm -hmm. So she's like, her team's like, we're going to sue you. And here's a bunch of comments of people saying that your account is weird. (laughs) In the legal document, there's comments of people being like, why are you stalking her? You're making her feel unsafe. How dare you? And so the college kid was like, okay, cool. I hear you. I will continue my account as usual, but I will do a (laughs) a 24-hour delay on her activity so that no one knows where she is. So I love this college kid, though, being like, I'm not backing down. You can't sue me for having a Twitter account. She loves to sue. What the because hell? If, if it makes her, because if anyone makes her look bad after, even though it's her own behavior that's making down. her look bad, she, yeah, she needs to. She needs someone else to blame. So she's suing college kids. She's suing Olivia Rodrigo, who is what like are you seventeen. Get from the college kid, like five what, cents. What are you going to get he some like have anything? Some like Rob dollars you. to his like like his dining center at his college. Like, what are you going to get? Yeah. You know those like school dollars you get that are like on your student <laughs> ID, and you only have like so many yes. a quarter, and you can buy like a fuse with them or like a a Snapple on campus. Oh my god, a fuse! <laughs> Do you remember those? 
Yes. I was like, wait a minute. Did she say a few? I thought I was so healthy. I was like, I'm going to drink a fuse. And this is Mm -hmm. all I'll have for the next seven hours. But enough Uh about me. Queen of health. (laughs) Jesus. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Yeah. And I I just think that's raggedy behavior. It is. And I'm, it's just like the same with Nicki Minaj, right? Because they have like these crazy stands that will just threaten to kill you and your entire family, your pets, (laughs) everyone. Yeah. I'm just, so I don't really say much. And like, Mm -hmm. listen, I think she's, she's talented. She's beautiful. All of those things. Duh. I just, but I'm exhausted. (laughs) I am exhausted. I'm so tired. And I did start like a little bit because like, you know, Antonio, he's a big football fan. He's been talking a lot of shit about her, you know, because... (laughs) you know, behavior at the games. Mm-hmm. They're always looking at her and it's annoying to him. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's not her fault. She's famous and she's at the game and whatever. And like, as the season has gone on, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I've had enough too. And now they're like, what if he proposes at the, at the Super Bowl? And I'm like, well, that would be really fucking stupid. And then I would really have to start talking shit. You better not, Travis. I'm telling you right now, I will cyberbully. No, for real. I that think what's so exhausting. obnoxious to me. Like, I think, do I think they're a fake couple? I don't know. I haven't put much thought into it. I'm like, oh, I guess they could like each other. I, who? I don't know them. Yeah. But uh, it's, just, it's very, just very irritating at this point. She feels like the one upper friend. Like, you know, have you ever had a friend who you're probably no longer friends with where you were like, oh, like mm-hmm. that guy's really cute. And she's like, he asked me out already. He actually already asked me out, but I said no. Like, that's the vibe yes. I'm getting from her where I it's like anytime <laughs> someone else is having a moment, like Miley, who's been in this business since she was like 10, gets her first her. Grammy. Okay. Queen, Miley Queen. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and no, but gen- I'm being genuine with that one, especially. Um, So she like wins her first Grammy and then Taylor's like holding her. She's like, so, um, <laughs> this is my 13th Grammy. I don't know if you know that 13 is my favorite number. <laughs> Shut up. And so this seems like a very good time to tell you that (sighs) my next album will be coming. It's like, this isn't, it's not always about you. And it's like, she makes every, she she, honestly, she and Sheena Shea have this in common. They can make anything about themselves with the greatest of ease. And I'm like, you should be studying. Sitting up straight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're done with Taylor. What about you? Um, my bad bitch is is going to you because you are blowing the fuck up like I always knew you would. You are a star, okay? And you always have been. And I'm just so happy and excited for you. Like you are such a light and like no one is more deserving. I mean it. I love you. Thank Wonderful. You. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's really not. I'm like sweating. That's so nice. Don't, <laughs> don't sweat. Okay. Okay. Now, raggedy bitch, this will stop the sweating. It's going to Lala for oh. a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. And this comes as a shock to no one. I don't like her. Um, but I'll keep it at two reasons today. Reason number one, did you see or hear what she said on her podcast? I don't know which one it was. I just heard a clip. Um, I'll tell you. She said that she thought the first episode of Rachel's podcast was very good and she found it to be interesting. And 
she agrees with Rachel that it is a red flag when someone dates someone else quickly after a breakup. And I was like, oh, so you're shading Ariana mm-hmm. for dating. What's uh, Daniel? Dan- I Daniel? think that's his name. Yeah. Well, as a friend to no one, and I've had I've had enough of her. Really, like we'll get into it later about this whole thing with Rachel, but like, and just she pisses me off so badly. I'm like, I don't Utah. know what her angle is, but I don't appreciate it. I also don't appreciate the way she accessorizes. She has been plopping a lot of hats and headbands on that head lately, and it does not look good. But she doesn't let that stop her. Have you seen? What oh. what is this? Like it's, backwards hat, it looks it looks weird. And like a hat should not really look weird. You know what I mean? Like how do you mess a up a hat? It should be yeah. The headband too. Like when Even, she was on Watch What Happens Live with um that man. Oh what the we won't was speak that? his name. Yeah. No, no. That, she looked crazy on that too. I this week she wore like a, a like a cute floral slip dress with like a chunky like Jordan sneaker. Like there's always just something where I'm like, what were we thinking when we made that choice? Like why did we? It's always like it's kind of like a Katie Maloney where it's like you have to like but you have to just worse. put a ha- yeah. It's like you have to add <laughs> glitter on like a glitter dress. Like it always just feels like something <laughs> that's like why did we? Ha- why do you have to do so much? Like just stop. I don't know, dude. I really don't. Um, also, if she doesn't like Ariana, why was she like, like, then there was a photo of her, like, seeing her in Chicago being like, supporting our girl on Broadway. Right. She needs attention. It has to be that. It does not make any sense. Her behavior at the reunion, ridiculous. It was way too much. Which, shocker. Because it's like, why are you, can you let Ariana yell at them? That's what, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we need. Why are you doing all of this? Mm-hmm. Now you want to call Rachel and you want to have a conversation with her because you realized that you have been a mistress and now you guys have something in common. Do you want to be friends with her? Mm-hmm. And you're mad that Ariana's getting attention and things because she was cheated on, but you were also cheated on and you didn't get the attention. Is it bad <laughs> that I like, I feel for her in her situation with Randall. It sucks. But like, I don't know. I don't really care to hear about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. it, like. He's a monster. He always has been. You knew that yeah. when the writing was on the wall. I mean, you like. I don't know. I just don't think it's that shocking, and that's part of the reason that it wasn't made into that big of a deal. I think I don't know that's what else. A it really could good be. point. I never thought <laughs> about that. That that the reason that the fandom was like okay is because like. Yeah, like, was, of course, it was a tale as old as time. It was like a Hollywood trope, you know, of right. like hot young actress dates kind of like ruddy, misshapen exec producer guy. <laughs> um, yeah. And he cheats and acts like an asshole. It's happened many times before. Not that it's so doesn't make it OK, but it's like, oh, God, we, no. it was way less shocking than Tom and Raquel, like having an affair behind Ariana's back. Exactly, which is why I'm like, listen, I get it. This has been going on for a year now, but we've all been watching reality TV for long enough to like understand that this season was filmed shortly after all this went down. I know. And now we're watching it. And so like that's what it is. But like for people, I don't get the people. I literally just saw this comment. I've seen it a few times, but I saw it again last night. And this woman was like, girls get cheated on all the time. 
and like we get cheated on, we don't get famous. And it's like, what? <laughs> you, who are you? You sound stupid as hell. No one knows you. That doesn't even make any sense. Like, right. use a different argument. Just you're not say you're on a reality show. That's fair. No. What do you mean? Take it up with the companies who wanted to sponsor her for whatever reason. And if it was you, were you going to say no to all that money? I just really doubt it. So. Never. And I will say, I think Ariana, like, I think she, I mean, she said on this show, like, at one of the reunions, she was like, I am a piece of shit person. That's why I'm on this stupid show. Do you remember that reunion when she was, like, wasted and it was over Zoom, like, in the pandemic and her and Brittany and Jax got into it really bad? (laughs) She literally was like, I "I am a piece of shit and that's why I'm here. And, like, so she has a self-awareness that, like, this show is fucking stupid. And so I don't blame her for being Mm -hmm. like, okay, now I'm the fan favorite and I'm going to cash in as long as I can because I know that this isn't going to last forever. So I'm going to get my bag while I can and hopefully make some wise investments. And so, like, when the momentum does slow down, like I'm fucking good. Like, I don't blame her for that. I will say like, I'm one of those people that is very tired of it. And like part of my snarkiness Mm -hmm. of being like queen, queen, Ariana queen is, and I think that's less (laughs) about her and more about the fandom. I just think the fandom is like psychotic. Um, That's why it's like this. And no one is, no one's connecting those dots. I feel like. Right. Like if I were to actually (laughs) like, if I were to like sit in this and like pull things apart, I would be like, no, I'm not annoyed with Ariana. I'm annoyed with the fans who are just like obsessive, like freaks, like who are like, I will kill your whole family if you ever critique anything that Ariana says or does. Like, I think that's out of control. But like you make a good point because I do a bad job sometimes of being like, oh yeah, this was filmed like a couple months after this happened. So everything is like super raw. And like, Mm -hmm. if I actually stop to like put myself in the brain of someone who was cheated on on that scale and it's only two months out, like, yeah, of course, she's going to be a little petty and be like, no, I'm going to call the cops on your birthday party. I think that's like, I think think that's really unhinged. I don't think I would do that. But also like, no, that was a lot. The pettiness, though, like, I mean, on one hand, it bugs me. On the other hand, I'm like, I kind of got to respect it because it's on another level. It is. And I got to tell you, like. I don't know. This whole living situation stresses me the fuck out. And like, I understand that she doesn't want to get out of there because she has her reasons. And I guess like the most recent one I heard is that like, so Sandoval did like give her an off, like make an offer, but it was like for whatever they actually paid for the house, like not what it's worth now. So like you could kiss my ass. Um, Totally. But I don't listen. I can ignore. I can ignore people pretty well. Um, but that I don't know if I could be in there with him. Just oh knowing that he's in there, like I don't. I, I just don't know. I feel like I would destroy his things, and that's not good. You don't. You can't do that. <laughs> I love just, my fiance so much, but I don't want to be in the house with him sometimes. Someone I love and feel safe with. I'm like, I don't want to be perceived. You need to go run an errand. I don't want you around right now. Like I, Mm -hmm. so if it were quiet, I need to know that no one is in here with me right now. I want to be completely alone. Yeah. I need to know that no one's going to come in and be like, what are you watching? And then turn on the overhead light and then leave while I'm in bed. (laughs) And then I have to get out of bed to turn off the overhead light because I don't believe in them. Like I don't want to deal. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I just don't want to deal with those straight man antics. Okay. But like, so the thought of like, actively choosing to cohabitate with your ex who did this to you like I think just the way I cope is like even though the money part would be annoying I would be like that's so much less emotionally stressful on me 
than mm-hmm. choosing to live in this house and having to go through Anne. And like, I would probably, especially if I were making all that like fuck you money that she's making right now, I would have so much fun like getting a cute apartment and like furnishing it like a pussy palace. Like ev- it would yeah. look like the inside of like an animated seashell from like an 80s film. Like that's what I would want it to be. And <laughs> no boys allowed. The scene. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. And I'd be the same way. It's It's just not worth it. And like you said, she has so much money coming in. Like it's... It'll it's a wash, you know. I just mm. oh god, I cannot imagine. And then dealing mm. with Anne, not just just to circle back to Anne really quickly. Um, how did she? How did she end up here? And when she applied for this job, like was she working for him before all of this happened, or did she come after? And really know like what this job entailed and what she was going to have to be doing. Because I'm not about to be the go-between. This is ridiculous. I'm not doing that. I quit. No. I would sooner work (laughs) at Starbucks than work for Tom Sandoval. Like I'm not. Working at Starbucks is my nightmare. And that's what I'm saying. Not that anything is wrong with it. It's just like so chaotic and hectic. I would cry. I would be like Schwartz when he was trying to bartend (laughs) at Pump that one time. I'm not kidding. I would walk right out. (laughs) And people are psycho about their Starbucks. They're like, one pump dip. Yeah, they are. No pump dip. (laughs) 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 To rent that food booth. (laughs) They are. People are crazy everywhere. I hate people. So do I. That's why that's why we just like text and stay in our beds. We do. <laughs> that's where it's safe and the it's people are not safe. there. We can control our mm-hmm. environments. That's what's important. I love controlling my environment. Me too. And Me Anne too. cannot control her environment with these two. I I wonder Oof. if she worked for Tom. Like I could see Anne being like, "Oh my gosh, Tom and Ariana, they're like the coolest people on this show. They're really fun." Mm. Like maybe mm. I'll end up having to like do some stupid task like sort out like Tom sequined pants, but beyond that, like this will be chill. And then she didn't know that this was going to happen. And then she's like, fuck my fucking life. Now I'm stuck <laughs> with Tom and this is not fun anymore. And Ariana's being mean to me every day. Her only ally is Maya, the dog. Oh, Maya. Hers for Maya. She's seen situation. some things. She has. Art and salary, I really need to know the number because it can't be high enough. It can't be. She should be making three hundred dollars mm-hmm. an hour. <laughs> she should. <laughs> and Tom cannot afford that because he said he's in the negative. <laughs> so embarrassing. I said Ariana isn't paying the bills, which like I just have a hard time believing anything he says. So like I just have to laugh because. Mm, he'll do anything to deflect i know but i could also see her being petty enough (laughs) to be like i'm not paying the bills you ruined everything so you figure it out but also (laughs) i don't like it's like i could see both being true because i Mm because he will he will literally like throw the entire kitchen sink at an argument just to deflect the attention from himself and try to make someone else look like the asshole like he did it with james in this episode so like I could totally see him just like being like and yeah and batteries and bills and she, and she doesn't do anything. Um, but I could also see Ariana being like, no, I will not be paying the bills, Anne, because I'm not the reason that everything's <laughs> fucked up right now. Okay, thank you. Have a good one. But it's like you have to pay a bill. You have like, to. I do know. That. I know. I'm like they still are going to get kicked out of your house. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's like Tom. If you're in the oh, negatives, God. then wouldn't you just like be like okay ariana you know what yeah like i call uncle let's just like like 
sell the house and move on. Let's both just make a buck and like part mm-hmm. ways. Like he's also being a fucking idiot, like digging his heels in. Like, why would you want to stay in that house after everything? Like all the feelings and emotions and memories in there. Like, why don't you both just like have a clean slate? I don't know. The pride on both ends. It's just like, mm-hmm. will not allow them to move Mm-mm. at all. Oh, house of horrors. Um, Let's see. Uh, Let's talk about Shima. You know, over the years, I have tried my hardest to like Sheena, defend Sheena, be on her side. Mm -hmm. And this season, I have reached my limit with her making everything about herself. How can you sit in front of Ariana, the woman who is cheated on the center of this whole scandal and be like, you know, it's just like really taking a toll on me. Pardon? It's fine. if It's fine if you even feel like that, but don't say that shit to her. Uh, don't say it out loud, to be honest, unless you're talking to your therapist yeah. or your husband. I don't know. I just, it's, I'm just tired of it. I'm so tired of it. You could see Ariana's face during that conversation when they were like getting the massages and Sheena was like, yeah. And, you know, like I've just been going through it a lot. And Ariana's like, mm hmm. You've been doing it. her mm. nodding along like, sure, sure, Jan. Um, I also think Sheena's like OCD diagnosis. Like I know that mental health issues are not a joke. Like I've struggled mm-hmm. with mental health stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to like make it into a joke. As someone, someone like Sheena who's already like, chronically self-involved now that she has like a tactile thing that a doctor said for her to hang on to that is going to be like a running thing throughout this season of like anytime Mm -hmm. she does something fucking annoying she's probably going to bring it back to either motherhood or her OCD which are valid things to be stressed about but you also can't always be about you 100% of the time no but she will make it so Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) she will Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, Sheena, give it a rest. Mm-hmm. Also, like you can be quiet sometimes. You do not have to, you do not have to open up your mouth about every single little thing. And like I get it, that whole restraining order thing. Yes, that happened. As a matter of fact, let me pull up this thing that Sheena shot <laughs> of this. You know, as a matter when of people fact. People were tweeting, tweeting her and being like, why do you make everything about yourself? And she was oh. like, I don't do that. Yeah, okay. This person's Sheena, watching yourself back, do you find it to be insensitive making the scandal about you when your friend was the one going through the breakup and fidelity? She said, I was never making her situation about me. There were also things that happened during during that that directly affected me. So me. TRO worries of getting served any day paps following me and my kid parked outside of my house which like girl (laughs) rumors about brock that was about me okay so what i'm hearing is you you made it about you you did it again you just did it again she can't help herself she cannot help herself oh sheena what are we gonna do with her you know how they say, I'm like, the people you're most triggered by, like, there's probably traits of yours that you don't like in them. Have you ever heard that before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With both Taylor and Sheena, perhaps I see a little bit of myself. And I'm doing it right now. I'm Sheenaing right now. Because there no. have been times in my life when I've been <laughs> accused of being self-involved mm-hmm. and an attention whore. So those are, like, 
triggers for me. And uh-huh. then also my friend who I'm staying with just told me the other day, she's like, oh, when we were younger and you were like insecure in a situation, you would get like really loud, like really like, <laughs> like super kooky, oh, like no. had to be the center of attention. And I was like, I pride myself on being a pretty like self-aware person. I didn't ever notice that I did that. She's like, uh-huh. oh, you definitely did it. But it was it was when you felt uncomfortable. It was like and I was like, oh, it was probably overcompensating, like trying to appear more confident than I was mm-hmm. by being extra loud and extroverted. Um, but that being said, those are all things that I try to deal with. And I think it's frustrating seeing someone like Sheena, where it's like, girl, you have, you have every resource in the world to change your behavior. You have a show that you can watch back and be like, oh, yikes. Like most of us just have to try and recall the best we can with our therapists, but you have like receipts, proof, (laughs) timelines. You have all the things that you could watch to reflect Mm -hmm. and grow. And she won't. She will not. She Mm -hmm. will not. Mm -mm. So, okay, then you go ahead. Yeah, go ahead on, Sheena. Carry on. That scene where um, Brock like was trying to like tell her that she was being out of control, and Erica was like, "You're not being a very good husband right now." I was like, "This is my personal hell." Like, I the thought of Sheena and her mom being like yelling at me, I'm like, <laughs> I, I couldn't do and it. It's like, why are y'all double teaming him? This is not. That's not a good situation. Like that, it's not productive. <laughs> You're not gonna. Get- Mm-mm. I could not imagine. I would never. I'm not having any sort of conversation like that with my mom and my husband, and they have a great relationship. And my mom would never act like that <laughs> with my husband. But like we, the three of us, this is not a three person conversation. Mm-mm. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and like as a mom, I mean, like I get every mom is like probably protective of their kid. But if I were Erica, I'd be like, you guys, like work it out. It's gonna be fine. But exactly, like Brock, you're being kind of a dick right now. Mm. Like, if I were Brock, I would be like, I'm literally going for a walk. Y'all are annoying me. Right. Because what could he say? Yeah. That's not a great situation to be in. (laughs) No. No. And I'm never one to, like, stand up for a man. But that was... Never. Uh, No, never. Okay. Let's see. Oh, let's talk about Lala now. No. Let's talk about Raquel first. (laughs) Rachel, sorry. How are you feeling about her now? Um, have you had like a change of heart like Lala or is it still fuck her forever? Well, now that all your listeners hate me because of what I've said about Taylor <laughs> Swift, um, why not just keep going? No, I'm kidding. I, You know, I think my issue with not just Bravo, but humanity in general is I don't think people hold space for gray areas. I think people have a hard time understanding yeah. that like both two things can be true at the same time. So Mm -hmm. my feelings on Raquel are she really fucked up. But for me, as someone who was also an insecure, dumb fuck 20 something who just needed guys to make me feel good about myself at one point in my life, I can Mm -hmm. I I feel for her because I know what it feels like to be so insecure that you can't even see what an asshole you were until you're on the other side of it. And you're like, oh, my God, I think the way she's handling this, I think her podcast is very strange. I think she should have come back to the show because it's Mm -hmm. like. Okay, you have this podcast that you don't even host yourself. Your producer actually like co-hosts it with you. So it's like, is this really your medium, Girlina? Like, really? It's not. And and all you're going to talk about on your podcast is the show, but you're not coming back to the show, but you're going to watch the show and then discuss what happens on the show. And I'm like, I just think from a branding standpoint, that's like very sloppy. Like, it would make more sense if she came back to the show, launched the podcast right as the show was coming back. And then was like, I'm going to tell my side of things as the show is airing. Like, that's a lot more interesting to me. So do I think she's done some work? Yeah. Do I think she's going about life on the other side of Scandaval the best way? Absolutely not. Agreed. Um, How do you feel? 
I'm I'm somewhere in between. I don't <laughs> I'm not as nice as you. I <laughs> but everyone knows that. Um I'm not still mad at her, but I just it's like I feel the same. I feel like she she can go to hell. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she can stay there. Mm-hmm. The podcast is weird. Um it's late, like you said. I think maybe I would have been able to change my mind or feel differently if she had come back to the show. I totally understand why she didn't. It's probably not the best idea for her to do so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not interested in hearing anything um, from her. Wish her the well, best. It's but I don't like, want to see <laughs> or hear yeah. anything. And it's, sorry, I keep, I'm so sorry. I keep cutting you off. You aren't cutting me off. I was done. I was trailing off. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just think like, I I think what's strange is like, if you're going to make the decision to not come back to the show for your own self-preservation, I can Mm -hmm. respect that. But then the podcast is like, but you're kind of one foot in, one foot out. So it's like, which is it? So it also kind of makes it hard Mm -hmm. to trust what she's saying because she's not behaving in a way that's aligning with what she's saying. Whereas if she was like, I'm not coming back to the show for my mental health and she didn't do a podcast and she just like did equine assisted therapy in Montana and we didn't hear from her for like two years, that would make more sense to me. And I could actually respect that more. But this is just kind of like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I I just don't really get it. I don't really get it. She doesn't know. There's no direction. It's the the same as Bethany, really. She's being like a fuck housewives, but I'm going to have a podcast about it and I'm going to talk about it nonstop. Yes. It's it's very weird behavior. So like, are you done or are you not? Exactly. You're and not. It's like, but you're and you trying to control the situation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I listen, I get it. Rachel, if anything, she should be able to make some money off of this. I feel like everyone else did. Seems like Lala did the best, which is like the most annoying thing to me. <laughs> um, Like this is just, oh, I can't even <laughs> think straight. <laughs> I can't even think straight when it comes to her but like i don't know if this is the best way i don't know i just feel like she missed missed her opportunity are people have you listened to like any of it at all because when she announced that she was doing one i was like who the fuck is going to listen to her podcast i'm nosy even if even if like the scandal thing didn't happen at all it's like who who's listening to this well, that's what I'm saying. Is she doesn't really have a very weird. She doesn't have like a host personality and she doesn't have no. like she doesn't really know how to like vocally like she's kind of hard to listen to. She usually has dry mouth because mm-hmm. she's nervous. Like it just doesn't seem like the best like medium for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it definitely feels like a weird choice. Um, and especially because she's not again, she's not really hosting it like she doesn't feel confident enough at this stage to just sit behind a mic and talk. She needs a producer to like guide the conversation. And so again, I'm just like, why this medium? Like, why are we doing this? What are we doing here? I also, um, shoot, what was I going to say? Oh, I also just like, again, for my, my snarking about the Ariana of it all. I also like understand why Ariana's like, she can go to hell and never want to talk to her again because the other thing too, is like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I alluded to being a dumb bitch in my twenties. One thing I've never done is 
fuck my best friend's boyfriend of nine years. You know, like it's like you have to be deeply broken to do something like that. And to be able to look them in the eye, like when I really I get annoyed about the fandom and then I stop and I reprocess like hearing this news for the first time almost a year ago. And I'm like, no, that is like really, really fucked up. It's sick. And it's really sick. It's like super sick. The way she was in her face and then like asking about like their sex life and stuff Uh, like that is so disgusting. I had something like this happen to me in (gasps) high school. It wasn't something it was was in high school. It's like, but it was very scandalous. So like I had a friend, she went to a different school. But um, so like I had my boyfriend. Shout out to Sean. (laughs) Um And, you know, we were like together, whatever. And she, you know, she would just ask things like, oh, have you done this? Have you done that? Did you like have sex with him? And I'm like, no, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not there yet. (laughs) And stuff like that. And just think of like, that's like regular, like high school girl conversation, right? Oh, no. (gasps) He, she was also his girlfriend. Girlfriend. So we had me. As a girlfriend at our high school, he was also dating her at the same time. Did she know? Did she know he was dating you? Yes. I'm chilled to the bone. Yes. That happened. That started after me and Sean got together. It's disgusting. So then that was like before, like everything kind of blew up at like winter break, right? Come back. I'm like, whatever. Like, fuck you guys. I don't have to see her because we don't go to the same school, right? I see him. I'm like, fuck you. But of course, like, we have the same friends. So here comes prom. <gasps> Who does he bring to prom? <gasps> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? You're going you to bring this bitch to our prom? Why can't you go to her prom with her? Like, you brought her. It was, it was this whole thing. It was this whole thing. Was Everyone Gabby was on there? My side, of course, but like, no, no, we didn't go to high school together. This is when I was, I was in Florida and she oh was living gosh. in South Carolina. So we didn't go to school. I if Gabby wish. had been there. She would have like taken names. She would have probably fought her. Um, <laughs> if only sliding doors. Yeah, I'm telling you, but yeah, that was, that was my scandal. I mean, it was. I mean, when you're like 18, that is like the most scandal shit. That's like that'll mm-hmm. that'll change you. Those are formative years. It did, and I think that's when I learned to ignore people really in a great way. That's a beautiful. And you know trait. what? Like, <laughs> I I was able to forgive them, but I'm still like I don't want anything to do with you, which I feel like is fair. I just yeah. saw a video, um, from Amber Rose yesterday, and she was like. I don't believe like I don't believe in forgiving people or something like that. She was like, you know what? If you want to hate someone forever, like I think that's fine. If you want to forgive them, I love I that. have nothing to do with them. I also think that's fine. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. I Probably think it's not needs the best to- approach, but you know. But I think it's whatever's best for like the, whoever was the recipient of the mistreatment. Cause it's like mm-hmm. if hating that person forever is like a hard line you have to make to heal and move on, then if that's what's best for you, then like do it. Like I think that's where Ariana's at with this whole thing. But I yeah. think if you're the kind of person who gets like really weighed down by like animosity with other people or like, you know, like um just like bad like beef with people, that's what I was looking for. Um, mm-hmm. then it could 
be worth it to have like a conversation and try to move on. But like I have had conversations with people and tried to move on. And with some people, it's been like received really well. And they've been like, and I want to own my side too. And and when they do that, it's so beautiful and you can both move on. And that's really great. But then there are other times where you're like, I want to move on. And the person's like, thank you so much. I didn't do anything wrong. And you're like, <laughs> right. you. and then you're like okay. right back where you started. And you're like, oh, yep, you're still a piece of shit. Yeah. You're still a yep. piece of shit. And this is why I didn't like you. And I should have trusted my gut the first time. And I'm never talking to you that again. Part. And I'm blocking you on everything, mostly because I don't want you to have access to me or my life. Also, we need to normalize blocking. It's not embarrassing. It's not weird. Just block people, mute people, unfollow people. If you block them, you're dead Absolutely. to them. And honestly, like, good for you yeah block a baby if you need to like sandoval <laughs> you know what do it you block feel like you moon. need to block a baby <laughs> but then like knowing that freak. sheena is at the but helm would, of that account yeah sheena would be using it to snoop that's why that's why he did it i know but it doesn't never, look great <laughs> i've never had a burner account and i'm proud of that i love that for me because no, i'm like if i'm either. gonna creep on you i'm gonna creep with my whole chest i'm gonna creep yeah, and you're care. gonna see my name you're gonna know i looked at your stories and and if you want to ask me about it, i'll be like yeah i was curious what you were up to it's fine right, but i bet you won't ask you're not gonna so, ask exactly um okay <laughs> just quickly mm-hmm. lala reaching out to rachel um <laughs> I thought that Ariana handled that beautifully, and I was not expecting that response from her, especially after you want to sit there in my face and be like, do you like me or do you just tolerate me? Because it feels like, and then you're like, oh, by the way, I was reaching out to the girl that was um, sleeping with your, <laughs> your practical husband. In the same breath. This whole time, like, um, what? This is coming from the same bitch that was like, if you speak to Randall, I'm going to push you off a building. Okay, that mm. tracks. Like, mm-hmm. girl, fuck you. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I don't even know what else to say. Like, that's so ridiculous. She knows she would lose her mind if the tables were turned. And the fact that she thinks it's okay to do that is very strange to me. Like, you can't be my friend. <laughs> you can't. Call it childish if you want to. I don't care. No, 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 no. What do you need to talk to her about? I know. Quickly. I- That's the other thing that I think is really interesting about this season. And I feel like I've heard other podcasters talk about it where it's like people, um, the way people behave around Ariana is really fascinating because they know that she's that it's sort of meta because it's like, they know that she's the fan favorite right now. They know that she's like America's sweetheart right now. So watching Mm -hmm. them try to like tiptoe around her and be like, Hey, like, do you like me? Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's so not in keeping with the person that Lala has presented most of this show. And it does make me question like who, I don't think her and or her and Ariana haven't been close since like season six. Like they haven't been close in a long time. Mm-hmm. And like even last season when Scandaball broke, like Lala wasn't at Ariana's house like the day that they all went to no. like film. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it's weird because it's like on one hand, Lala wants to present that her and Ariana are like really close friends, but then not so close that it would be inappropriate for her to call Raquel or Rachel. And so it's kind of like, well, which is it? Because I'd be more interested in someone who like from a viewer's standpoint has no interest in kissing Ariana's ass has no interest in being her friend. And it's like, fuck you. This is annoying. I'm going to call Rachel and I'm going to produce a really good season of reality TV. I would respect that more from Lala than this Mm -hmm. like weird, like, well, mm, I feel bad for Raquel. And like, also like, do you like me? It's weird. Right. It's very weird behavior. And like you said, it's just, it's not her. That's not her personality. So it's literally like, what are you up to? 
What yeah. are you trying to do here? I don't get it. Yeah. Mm. Um. So to wrap things up, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about the show as a whole? Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like this show is nearing its end. Um, without Scandal happening last season, like would that have been the last season, or should it have been? It, it should have been. And I feel like I know we're only two episodes in, but this needs to be the last one. <laughs> like, I just feel like we've strayed so far from where we began. And like, that's okay. That That's life, right? I just, I don't know. Like, what else is there aside from this scandal? It's really so sad. Like, I just want to feel alive watching reality TV again. And the most alive I've felt watching reality TV recently is The Traders. I think. I think that's like the best show I've ever seen in my life. Agreed. Um, it's incredible TV and I want to get everyone into it um, one by one so I can talk about it with everybody. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that the the show is careening to a stop. I think we all as a Bravo community need to hold hands and take a deep breath and understand that Scandal was the apex. Like it's the best it'll ever be. It, it will never be that good again and we can miss it and we can be sad. But to act like this season is going to be as good as last season or like it's going to have the same payoff, it just won't. It's kind of how I feel about like Roni, like old Roni was like it was Mm -hmm. it just when a show is in its purest form, it's always going to be its best. And like when you have good moments, there is an awareness that these people develop over time as reality stars because they go from just people who were put on a show to reality stars and then they start trying to self-produce and it's just not as good anymore. So I will go back and rewatch VPR probably until I'm in the old folks home, like until I'm six feet in the ground. I love those early seasons. It's a comfort show for me. I I will watch this season and I'm ashamed to say I'll probably watch like the first episode of the Valley, but Ugh. I don't think I'm going to enjoy any of it. What about you? No, I don't think so either. Yeah. I'm going to continue watching this season as long as they interest me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that they will, but I just don't think it's going to be that good. I'm like, that's fine. The Valley is where I draw the line. Um, <laughs> And listen, you know, I watch some things. I watch everything, but I'm just like, you guys, I don't know. Maybe I need to see a trailer first, but like, I just really don't want to see Jackson Brittany. Just hearing her voice again, I, that little <laughs> little teaser, whatever you want to call it. I was like, oh, no. Jax, you got to mow the yard. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> I did that way too well. (laughs) I have like such a visceral reaction to them, but I'm sick. Like I'm ill and I like Mm -hmm. to watch them. Like I like to hate watch them and just be like, God, I fucking hate them. And that's like not healthy at all. Um, It Mm -hmm. could make me sick at some point in my life, but not today. No, not today. (laughs) We all like a little hate watch. We'll see. Give me a trailer because right now taking a shot at adulting, that's the best y'all could come up with. At the Jax age of is like nearly 50. 50. He has a wife and a child. Be serious. You have to be serious. They're like, we're going to give this, this a try. Thing. We're going to give this adulting thing a try at the age of no. 50. No, like, like you got to get out of my you're going to get, that. you're going to get senior citizens discounts within the next 15 years, but now you're deciding <laughs> to take a shot at adulting <laughs> now. I cannot, I cannot do it. Oh, father. Hannah. Thank you so much for doing this with me today. I, I could needed literally to get talk to you for 50 years. This was so fun. I know. Well, just let everyone know. Can oh. I? I think I had a stroke. <laughs> Please. <laughs> let 
Don't worry. I'm okay. Please let everyone know where they can find you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me and listeners. I really hope that, I mean, I hope I didn't lose you entirely, but if I did, Sheik say You didn't. Um, <laughs> y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, even though I'm not on Twitter anymore, really. And then Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. And yeah, um, my podcast is currently on hiatus. It's called You Know You Love Us. But if you want to check out some old episodes, it's called You Know You Love Us and you can find it wherever you get your pods. Yay. Yay. And you guys can follow me at Bitches Better Podcast on Instagram. Um, I'm going to let Hannah go, but I'm going to talk about some other things that happened this week. So if you're interested to stick around, if not, that's okay too. I love you. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey again, bitches. Okay. So first of all, I just want to thank all of you for all of the kind messages you sent me about my return and about my losses and the story that I shared. Um, you have no idea how much it means to me and how touched I was and still am. Like I was blown away. Y'all are literally the best. And I'm so thankful for every last one of you truly. Um, all right, (laughs) enough sappy stuff. So now I want to talk about some things that I didn't have time to get into with Hannah. Um, You know, we were crunched for time, so we couldn't really dive in because we had a lot of ground to cover. (laughs) But I just want to say this. I can do the silent treatment like a champ. And y'all know I love a good grudge. But I think your home is your safe space. At least it should be. And that house of Ariana and Sandoval's is not a safe space. Like I said, it's a house of horrors. And I know she wants revenge and to make his life hell in any way possible. I get that. It's justified. I just don't think it's healthy. And I know I wouldn't be able to do it for that long. Um, You know that saying like, how's it go? Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that in every situation, but I think it applies here. Like, I don't think that Tom is affected by this the way that Ariana's hoping because he's a literal demon. (laughs) But I do think that it's taking a toll on her, whether, you know, it shows or not. But at this point, anything that Ariana decides to do aside from like homicide, I think is fine. And I'm not going to judge her for it. Um, because I can say that I do this and that, but like, I really don't know how I'd behave in this if I was in this exact situation. Um, and I feel like, I feel like we didn't talk about Sandoval that much. And maybe that was me just subconsciously giving him the Ariana treatment or something. But like, he's just a dirt bag. And I want to pretend like he doesn't exist as much as possible. Like, what is there even to say about him at this point that hasn't already been said? You know, he's a piece of shit. We all know it. Like, anyone could go on for hours about that. But who has the time or energy? It's certainly not me. (laughs) Um, Something else that I forgot to mention is that I get so irritated when Lisa shows up on the screen or like she has a solo scene like why are you still here I get it you created the show but no one works at your restaurants anymore so do you just really want to be on tv that badly like give it up delicious Jesus 
And like I said, I'm going to keep watching Vanderpump Rules as long as it holds my interest. But I'll be honest, I don't have high hopes. It's just not what I what I thought it would be, if that makes sense. And like, I don't know what I thought it would be. I just thought it would be better. <laughs> How are y'all feeling about it? DM me your feelings about Vanderpump Rules overall. Are you still interested? Are you burnt out? Are you loving it? Like, I want to know. Enough about Vanderpump Rules. So, of course, you know, I recorded um, that first episode back with Kendrick and Taria on Sunday afternoon. I'm not kidding you. Like, an hour after we stopped recording, here comes the news about Candy leaving Real Housewives of Atlanta. I was like, oh my God, this is some shit. This, like, of course, this would happen. It always happens without fail when, like, when recording an episode. It's like some shit always goes down suit <laughs> like while you're recording or right after. And it's like, great, I'm gonna have to wait until next week to talk about this and no one's gonna care by then. Anyway, Candy was at the Grammys and she basically said that, you know, Real, House of Atl- Real Housewives of Atlanta, excuse me, took too long to, you know, tell us something. And now I'm busy doing other things that make me money because I don't need the show. And I don't have time in my very busy schedule to fit them in. So I'm out. (laughs) That's not exactly what she said. But that's what I took from it. And honestly, there's no shock there. And like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not really moved by this news, like one way or the other. I liked Candy. And like, does it suck to see a housewife that's been around for forever leave? Yes. But Candy has barely been around lately because she's just so busy like doing these other projects. So it makes sense. And I wish her the best. She's just literally going to get richer and probably get her EGOT. So good for her. Now, the thing is, apparently Kenya and Portia are coming back. And I don't know how true that is. Um, more the Porsche part, because this was reported by the neighborhood talk and I love following that page, but like, I don't know how (laughs) reliable they actually are. So I don't want to get my hopes up just yet, but if Porsche's coming back, I'm going to be very excited. And as much as I love her, I still need for her to be questioned about this whole Simon thing. Like, I don't care how long they've been married at this point. I need answers. And I was not satisfied with the ones that I got from her when she was on um, Ultimate Girls Trip or whatever foolishness Portia and Simon were saying on that spinoff show that she got. Remember that one where she showed her entire ass? That was not a good look for her. So no need to even go back down that road. We'll, We'll forget about it. Um, but yeah, I'm sure though, that with this news of Candy leaving, a thought that has crossed all of our minds is Phaedra coming back, right? Because we all know that Candy said she would never be on Real Houses of Atlanta if Phaedra was, but now she's gone. So that opens up the budget, obviously, and it opens up the door for Phaedra to walk right in, which... I would not have an issue with because let me tell y'all, I was so annoyed to find out that Phaedra was going to be on Married to Medicine. And I'm still annoyed to this day. I was like, okay, they put Phaedra on two ultimate girls trips, one of which we'll never see thanks to Brandy and Caroline, whatever the fuck's going on there. They put her on Traders and they put her on Married to Medicine. And I was like, damn, NBC Universal is like really pushing the Phaedra agenda. And I'm not sure why. And I was fine up until Married to Medicine. 
that's where I drew the line. Like She does not belong there. And it's really annoying. And y'all know how much I hate a crossover. So it just really bugged me. So yeah, in conclusion, remove Phaedra from Mary to Medicine and put her back on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Thank you. <laughs> Um, speaking of married to medicine, I hate Curtis, but what's new, right? (laughs) I just think that all of the husbands on that show are just absolutely wonderful, except for him. Oh, and except for that new guy. Um, I, I don't remember what his name is. I'm so sorry, but he's like, Ooh, women, you know, traditional stuff, women, she needs to do this for me and like, shut up. So anyway, back to Curtis. He has zero redeeming qualities. So you're a cheater. You don't look good. You're not funny. You're not charismatic. So like, (laughs) what is there? Let me know. And who the fuck did he think he was talking to on that Hilton Head trip? Like he rolled up to Hilton Head with an attitude and I just don't know why. Like, let's run it back really quickly, Curtis. You are the one that decided to cheat on your wife. And you took a little adulterous trip down to Hilton Head. You are the one that did that in public and got caught and you embarrassed the shit out of your wife. You did that. Not Hilton Head. Not anyone else in the group. You. Jackie, I'm addressing you next. It just doesn't make sense to me that you can make the decision to stay with a man who publicly cheated on you and humiliated you. And you can wake up next to him, look at him every day, probably have sex with him occasionally, all of that. But going to Hilton Head where he did the cheating is where you draw the line. Make that make sense. Like, as I said before, Curtis did the cheating, not Hilton Head. If you can stay with him, I think that you can suck it up and go to Hilton Head. And like, I hate to break it to you, but I'm willing to bet that Hilton Head isn't the only location where the cheating happened. Like, I'm positive. I'm positive it happened in Atlanta too. And that's where you live. So now what? Now what are we going to do? Oh, like I just, Jackie and Heavenly made this, they just made this whole thing a really big deal when it didn't need to be. And like, nobody's even thinking like, oh, Hilton had, that's where Curtis did his cheating. If anything, All I'm going to remember is the fact that he cheated on you because that's all that matters. The location is whatever. And like Heavenly, her need to try and make it seem like Simone chose this location on purpose is very weird. Like, I just don't believe Simone would do that. And now do I think Heavenly would? Absolutely. (laughs) And the way she's been following Jackie around with her head up her ass lately is very strange to me. Like, what is that about? When did that even happen? I don't know. I just, I don't feel like I need to go into the whole fight with Jackie and Sweet Tea, but I have some takeaways. Jackie's little hot seat read, and read is in quotes. It really fell flat for me. Like when Sweet Tea, when Sweet Tea said, you know, like, oh, I think you need to be in the hot seat. And Jackie's like, I'm in the hot seat all the time. I'm in the hot seat when I deliver a baby. I'm in the hot seat when I walk into the OR. I'm in the hot seat, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, great. What does that have to do with me or what we're talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Also, that's not a hot seat. What are you saying? It's like she had this rehearsed read ready for someone, but she used it in the wrong situation. Like this just did not call for that. 
And she just ended up looking silly. So like, I don't know. Also, don't call me little girl or baby girl if you don't want to be called old. Simple as that. I don't care if you're old enough to be my mother. The bottom line is you're not. (laughs) So you can get cussed out if I feel like the situation calls for it. And if you don't want to get cussed out, don't cause a situation that calls for me to cuss you out. Right? (laughs) Side note, I really like sweet tea. And I don't think that I've said that yet, but (laughs) I just want to make that known. Um, I think it was fucked up how they treated her in the beginning by bringing quad around. Like, what the fuck? That, That was wild. And even though I was like, well, girl, like, what did you expect, like, walking into this show, like, into this situation? Like, that it wasn't going to be good for you. But anyway, I like her, and I'm glad that she's standing up for herself now, even if that means that <laughs> she <laughs> that she's just yelling, fuck you, bitch, at Jackie. Because Jackie can be so condescending. Like, it's no wonder she lost it on her. I don't blame her. And speaking of which, when Jackie was like rehashing the fight with whoever she was talking to, she was like, oh, yeah. And Sweet Tea said, F you biatch to me. (laughs) Y'all, this is such a pet peeve of mine. If you're going to go through the (laughs) if you're going to go through the trouble of saying biatch, like just say bitch, you know, grow up. (laughs) Biatch bugs me so badly. Like you have no idea. And it's not because I have a podcast called Bitches Better. Okay. I felt this way for a very long time. Like just say the word. It's fine. We're all grown here. Now, one last thing about married to medicine. I brought this up on Instagram, but I need to say it again here. Dr. Greg's uh, white, his like white doctor coat is so tacky. He has his name on the coat as doctors do. But instead of having his name there in a respectable font, it's in Comic Sans and all caps and 72 point font. And I've never seen anything more silly, aggressive and childish all at once in my life. Like, (laughs) Gregory, please be serious. You cannot be my doctor, let alone my psychiatrist, strolling around in that coat. Absolutely not. And his reviews, by the way, are not great. And I'm sure that that coat is the reason why. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, Potomac, we all know, is not great this season. I have only one thing to say about it. And it's <laughs> it's not even Potomac-specific or like anything to do with like any of the episodes. But it's just, it's something that I see in reality TV quite a bit. So there was a scene of Candace and Chris in their bedroom, and they're just like sitting on the bed talking. And I was like, that bed looks kind of small. Why don't they have a king or like a California king or like a, you know, a custom, like huge bed, right? And I'm just always amazed to see these like rich or rich presenting people without those big beds. Like if you can have a couch in your room, why can't you have a king size bed? Am I the only one that's noticed that or thinks that's weird? Like, please let me know. (laughs) Okay. That's literally all I have to say about Potomac. (laughs) And that wasn't really about Potomac. Okay. Um, Oh, God. Miami. I got to tell you, Marisol has really grown on me. It's like she toned it down with the cocky stuff and she just like immediately became likable. (laughs) Like, Who would have thought? So like, Marisol, please keep that up. Okay, now, Lisa. Lisa is the type of person that you literally, even if you wanted to apologize to her, you couldn't 
because she will not let anything go. She will not let you speak. She will not let you finish a sentence. So like as you're talking, she's going to interrupt you and keep like bringing up whatever the thing is you did and nagging and shit like that as you're trying to apologize. And that gets you to the point of being like, you know what? (laughs) Forget it. Like, I'm not sorry at all. And I'm not going to try and have this conversation with you, which is exactly what we saw happen. Um, But anyway, like Lisa, she's so obnoxious. It's like every time, like the next day, they were going to like the parade and Kiki was like, listen, I don't want to fight with you. And Lisa... Jesus. Instead of being like, oh yeah, cool, cool. Okay. Not a problem. She just continues being like, well, don't throw anything at me. Don't fight me. Oh, she's trying to fight me again. She almost kicked me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, can you cut it the fuck out? And she's like, well, I'm just joking. You're not joking. It wasn't said in a playful manner. It's passive aggressive and you know it. Just own it. If that's what you, if that's what you want to do, do it, (laughs) do it with your chest. Right. And so then she starts crying at this party and she's like, why is no one having my back right now? Because you're wrong. What's not clicking? And here you go making everything about yourself again. Like, God, I don't know who's worse with that, Lisa or Sheena. Like, I'm going to have to do a poll because this is just ridiculous. And here's where I get really mad. You have Larsa, who's literally Lisa's bestie, telling her, listen, girl, I love you. I'm here for you. But the way that you acted with Kiki in that whole situation, you were wrong. And I should be able to to say that to you as a friend. And what's Lisa's response? I have to be on trial. <laughs> I have to be on trial on Monday. I don't want to have to be on trial right now, too. What? That That's what you're going to say? That's your takeaway? So you're just not going to acknowledge anything that Larsa just said to you? You're just going to deflect and make it about what you're going through yet again? Okay, got it. Cool, cool, cool. Then... Adriana's like, well, you know, I still cry about my divorce. Like Lisa doesn't have to get over it right now. No one said get over it. They're just saying shut up about it sometimes. Like this is a group of women who all have things going on. And like, you're not the only one who's going through something, but you certainly think so because she's the only one that gets to talk about her shit. And like Kiki says later, not everyone feels like dumping their shit on people all the time. You know what I mean? Like people who are considerate, I feel like at least. It's just, but it's like, they don't, just because they don't like say, oh, I have this going on. Oh, I have that going on. Oh, I have this going on. It doesn't mean there's nothing going on. She just sucks the air out of every room that she's in. And it's, it's exhausting. And we see Kiki like talking about her life. And she's like, Lisa, you don't even ask me anything about like what, about my life, what I got going on or anything, you know, cause she's selfish. And she's like, you literally know nothing about me. You don't even know my kids' names. And that is not great. You should know your kids' names. Like, that's crazy. There's no excuse for that. Didn't Gina, like, pull that same thing on Shannon in the reunion? (laughs) I was like, ooh, not great. Anyway, Lisa is sitting there listening. Well, she probably wasn't listening, to be honest. But Kiki was just, like, pouring her heart out about, like, what happened in the canal and how she she was raised like that in Haiti. So it was, like, triggering to her. And instead of taking that in and continuing to listen to what Kiki is saying, like the asshole she is, Lisa says, well, I can't fix your childhood trauma. Girl, fuck you. And that's basically what Kiki says. And she's like, you know what? Everything that's happening to you with Lenny is your karma, I feel like. And I was like, ooh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
but I'll tell you, I'm having a hard time. I don't feel bad for her anymore. (laughs) I'm not even going to try and like sugarcoat it. I don't. I don't. I think that she needs to get herself together and get a job if you need to or move into a smaller place and just get used to it because that's what your life is going to be now. And it's fine. But you need to accept that you're not going to be living the same way that you were with Lenny. Those days are over. Period. Okay. I can't talk about her anymore. Um, Oh, oh, I have a random thought. So I saw this video of Luann saying that she got drinks with Joe Bradley from Southern Hospitality after they were on Watch What Happens Live or something. And she was like, and we have great chemistry. But she says that nothing happened between the two of them because he has a girlfriend, in quotes. But if they broke up, hell yeah, (laughs) she would absolutely go there with him. So I was like, oh, okay, so you guys totally fucked. (laughs) And I will not be convinced otherwise. Like, Luann, we know how you get down. Joe Bradley, (laughs) you don't even like Danielle. I don't even know what's going on. This is the same man that said in an interview that he and Danielle were just like hanging out or something along those lines. And of course, Danielle's delusional ass. She's still running behind this young man being like, oh, that's my man, my man, my man, my man. Danielle, stand up. Or or don't. You know what? (laughs) I don't care. She's always come across as desperate since she showed up on Summer House. Go back and watch it if you don't believe me. And like, you hate to see this level of desperation, but at the same time, like it's, it's whatever, like she has no shame and I can't help her or feel bad for her anymore. I just have to give her over to God at this point. Like maybe he can do something with her because between her antics on winter house and now whatever this is, with Joe Bradley mm -mm, lost cause. One last thing. Have y'all heard of this show called Serving the Hamptons? It's, (laughs) it's on uh, HBO Max. It's like a broke down version of Summer House and Vanderpump Rules mixed together. So it's like these young people who come to the Hamptons to work at some restaurant that's owned by this rich, arrogant asshole. Can't stand him. And he puts them up in a house out there and As you can imagine, you know, they get drunk, they hook up, they do a horrible job at work, (laughs) and so on. Um, But yeah, like it's on HBO Max. The second season just came out. Like, it's not great, but like, it's fine. It's a nice show to have on in the background, like while you work or clean or cook or whatever. So I'd say if you're looking for something to watch, check it out. All right. I think I've talked y'all's ears off enough uh, today. Um, But I, oh, here I go talking some more. I also wanted to say, I know that I put two episodes out this week, but that's just because I was very eager (laughs) to start back with the podcast and there was a lot to go over. So um, please do not expect two episodes a week. (laughs) This was a special occasion. Okay. I'm only going to commit to one episode a week and releasing the episodes on Fridays. Um, of course that's subject to change, but that's where I'm at right now. So yeah, follow me on Instagram at bitches better podcast. Shoot me a DM. I love talking to y'all because I just love y'all so much. So I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.